Welcome everybody to the Hunt Experience. I am Cody Gann. I am Chris Brewer. So today we're going to start this thing off by talking about Red Osier Dogwood as a deer. What's the word, Chris? Um, it's semi-attractant, I would say. But I say it's very attractive late season. So that's kind of you know. So what Chris is thinking about doing, actually, he's already done, is go in and improve his place even more. I don't know if you've seen our videos on Camel Family Outdoors, but we had a project called the 40 Acre Project. Yep. And Chris has talked about it. We just want to improve it, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to try new stuff, something new every year to see what works, what don't work. And uh, since the 40 Acre Project, I've got a spare food plot that I'm not using that's been <clears throat> fertilized, lined for 15 plus years that so, was your original food plot. original food plot yeah yep. so we're going to try different stuff on it and red osiers was my first first go around so so you went in there and you sowed it in switchgrass correct yep it's been switched yep okay frosted and, it and switch so it's uh what was it probably three quarters of an acre or something like that mm, yeah probably something like that so yeah. pretty close to yeah, that yeah. and so we went back there took a look and what did you decide? What so? What's the best way to lay it out in your opinion? Well, they say when we I use, so I use cuttings. You can buy plants, but I use the cuttings because it's way cheaper. So they say there's a fifty percent loss rate whenever you stick them in the ground. So we did bundles of them. You know, as far as we did like we did do six. I believe that's what it was. We did six of them. So basically, we cut. You know, you read about it, you cut it at a 45-degree angle for more surface, and then I, I haven't, like, skinned a little bit more off the other end just for rooting purposes. Helps the roots take supposedly off. That, <clears throat> supposedly that helps the the rooting process, but, I mean, we'll see. <clears throat> and as we was talking before, it's like, it's experiment. We are right on the edge of the planting. Right. It says it grows in zone 7. But, I mean, we're right on the line of where it will grow and won't, won't grow. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But <clears throat> the steps we took, we, we're going to get every, every chance it could possibly. We used the growth hormone on it. We trimmed it. We put it, you know, the right depth in the ground. We caged it all because of I still got multiple, multiple does coming around in there. So yeah. If it does happen to put a green spray on, I think they'll just eat it. So we caged every single yeah. like 55 plants. Right, yeah. Like and, you know, that's the thing with you. You you literally all season long had 12 or 15 does yeah. on your place. And yeah. you know as well as I do, anything you plant that they think they're going to like, exactly. they would wipe it yeah. out. So yeah. Yeah. I think the caging it was definitely a good idea. And I kind of like how you did it in that you – you know, you kind of use little pockets of them. Yeah. So the plan is, you know, in my mind, if it if the switch comes up and does well year two, year three, I'm actually going there and, you know, kind of mow it down around those areas. So that red or dogwood, they'll be like little browsing pockets. So it's going to add thickness, browse, cover, probably bedding on the outside of it. And the way it lays on the property is... <clears throat> There's three other kill plots, so it's kind of like a little triangle there. So this is going to be a, just another browse plot in the middle of that triangle. So it's kind of a no-brainer if it works. If if and it could, and if yeah. it does, I mean, you know, that's just all the better for your property. Well, like I said before, it's like I done. I'm watching, you know, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm watching YouTube videos, I'm reading articles. 
saw several people put the stuff in the ground. <clears throat> Nobody around here is doing it, but on, on video you saw several people put it in the ground, but never came back and said, here's the result. I can find nobody to say, here's the result. So for me, it's like, you know, like I said, it's an experiment. If this doesn't work next year, we'll try something else. I'm looking at maybe some honeysuckle or something there right. to see. This, you yeah. Know, it's, well, this is, you know, red ozer dogwood is primarily something that's a Northern. Yeah. It's a Northern shrub. Yeah. It's pretty much what it is. Um, it says that it can grow to six to 10 feet in height and get six to 10 feet around. Yeah. So, you know, um, and then what it does that's so attractive to deer is it actually produces a berry. Right. And from like June to like September, there's a berry on yeah. there that's that deer really like to browse on. And then, uh, you know, also during the spring, it is a flowering shrub. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> it's pretty cool looking too yeah, when you see yeah. pictures of them full grown. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's the only thing that'll be in the woods. It's like solid red. Yeah. It's so it's kind That'd of be a, cool. I mean, everything you look at, it's, they call it basically deer candy because they say even like if, if you try it yourself, like take a bite of the bark, it has like a sweet apple-y flavor. Well, uh, I didn't do that, but you didn't eat one of them. No, I didn't try it. I didn't try it, but <laughs> well, was, so, so, and I hear too, that, that I have read a few things that says it can be invasive yeah. a little bit and yeah. it spreads. Yeah. Well, it spreads by, by birds, right? Is right. that kind of yeah. what, how it spreads? Or deer, bird, too. Bird, birds eat the berries, and then, you know, once they do their business, and, the, you know, that's more seeds on the ground. So, yeah, the, so the evasive part of it, for me, where I'm at, it doesn't really matter. Right. Inside of, if it's a big thicket full that, they, you know, a deer can eat, that's great. Number two, if you can get one to grow, now you have an endless supply of them. You just take the cuttings, <clears throat> replant them. Right. And uh, they say about year three, year four, you want to go in there with, if your brush hog goes up high enough or a chainsaw or a weed eater with a blade on it, and you basically just prune it back to like two feet and then it starts all over again. After a while, the the edible stuff gets up too high, so the deer won't be able to eat it. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so once we got your your old food plot done, Mm -hmm. you decided we needed to go down to what you call your lower plot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And which is a lot wetter area. And I've done some research on this. It says that the do- the dogwood does really good in the wetter stuff, yeah, right? As they say in all the research I did, it likes to have wet feet. So yeah. the wetter the soil is, the better it does. But, you know, some of the areas I planted, I haven't put some up on the big food plot just to just to try it out. So I'm hoping that it's, you know, if it does take off, it'll be tolerant enough. And, you know, I've got, I've got the tractor and a water tote. Uh, Cause I, you know, I planted the fruit trees and right. all that stuff last year. So I can't, I do have the capabilities of getting to it and be able to water it if needed. Right. Right. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, well, you know, you never know about good old Arkansas weather. I mean, well, you know, it may not rain for two months yeah. or we may get eight inches Man, in two days. I hope it's we just, have a better year this year for sure. We yeah. We really year. struggled. Yeah. Last year was tough, but we just got a bunch of rain and next week temperatures looking up. So I'm kind of anxious to see like it. Cause you know, a lot of people were propagating the stuff in like, just like water buckets and stuff like that. And it happens fairly quickly. So I'm kind of anxious to get out there and take a peek at it at the end of next week and just see, you know, see if anything's taken off. Cause I know on that lower plot, mm-hmm. it's definitely wet. Cause I mean, you know, you saw when we dozed that, there's really like a, there's a Creek that runs through there, but the Creek isn't always running. Wet weather Creek. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. And it was pretty impressive when you had a lot of rain through there. It was yeah. running pretty well, good. Well, you know, even when we dozed it out, it was just, he pushed it out real rough and had to get out of there. Cause, and this was, you know, kind of summertime, it holds water down there. So I had to do a ton of tractor work to, I still think that, see, that was my number one pick yeah. on food plots, all yeah. the, all the oh, improvements awesome. on your yeah. place. And it was like, 
you know, your big plot did most of the producing, mm-hmm. but you know, who knows if we get a good growing season, Yeah, what's well, going to be awesome. It's, you know? it's, it's close to a lot of good stuff back there. Right. That, that wouldn't make sense. And I had, I had some good deer on there early. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. you did. And now I still got cameras running. <clears throat> and for some reason, of course, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really covering the big plot with a lot of cameras, but I, I do get a ton of pictures from that plot now with does. Like early morning, they're usually there. I don't yeah. know if it's because it holds more water. I mean, it's not the growth of it's not really any higher than any of the rest of them, but right. they do seem to, this time of year, they are, they're kind of back down there for some reason. Migrated right? over there. <laughs> yeah. So, so not only did you do your, your old food plot, Yep. That you've kind of converted into just some bedding and yeah. browse capability. Went to the lower spot, like we we're talking about, where yep. it's good and wet. And you kind of did along the perimeter of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I basically wanted it to be kind of just add a little more edge to it. And also, if it did, if it does work, it's going to help my exit and entrance as well if it becomes right. that thicket. And not to mention it's, you know, <clears throat> along that edge, I have a really nice bow stand right there, too. So, I mean, if it was... It was an added attraction. I mean, there you go. It's wealth and bow range, so that was another addition. Not to mention that's where the it was really the wettest on that southern end. Right. And I kind of designed it that way with the tractor. I switch it from the top side to the bottom side, so it kind of I can get a food plot in there. And so from there, you decided you want to put some up around the big food plot too, right? Yeah. I mean, um, try it. What the heck? So I tried something new this year. I'm trying something new this year. We we used. Um, sorghum for our plot screen yep. last year yep so i got rid of all the sorghum brush hogged it all down and i planted everything in switch so i basically divided into three food plots so i even have some switch grass screening up top right with some fruit trees there and then uh i went about two-thirds of the way down i made another big zigzagging line of of it and i put you know red ozer dogwood on the ends of those and then some on uh, the the side that I, that's going to be you know closest for me to shoot where my stands are basically, so I planted like six or seven down through there. Yeah, just to see how they do. Yeah, yeah. And then basically the, the the thing was just bought some chicken wire and some big tomato steaks and cut them with the chainsaw. And I just I made all the cages at the house. Just cut about three foot of wire, wrapped them in a circle. Stuck them in there, put a stake on, and just rolled the top over so nothing can get to them. So. Just keep those deer from <clears throat> nipping them off. Yeah, yeah. Right if it, off if the it bat. does sprout, I mean, I'd like to give them a, ch- a shot to go. So yeah, because you got a bunch of bunch of deer just hanging around, you know. Now at this point, mm-hmm. they figured out where the food's oh, at. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's part of the fun, mm-hmm. though. I mean, yeah. But so it's still be interesting to see. Like you said, it's an experiment. Uh, yeah, we're right there on the cuff of, of whether you should plant it or not. Yeah, no, we're and, definitely on the line. But like I said, no more. I mean, I don't know. I, and even some of the bedding areas, you know, that that, that, that I've made there, <clears throat> I stuck probably three or four, you know, inside trees, treetops and stuff like that, that, you know, if it works, yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. But, I mean, you know, it's yet to be seen. But that's kind of that old food plot for me. That's kind of what I want to do. I want to try different stuff yeah. like, just to see what, what works, what don't work. I mean, because like I said, you know, we talked about it. <clears throat> nobody around here probably even heard of the thing you know? right it's like right so why not give it a shot for you know whatever you got it 70 bucks or something in half a day right right well you know if it works you know it's just like i said it's going to improve your property yeah and that's what it's all about at this point i mean um we've proven that year one you can have success on a property that we pretty much <laughs> you know what i mean so 
that was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. And was it a ton of work? Yes, it was a ton of yeah. work. But me and you've talked about it before. Uh, with anything in the whitetail woods, if you put in a little more work yeah. than the next guy, you get benefit from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. kind of what we've learned, you know, I yeah. think. Trying new things. I mean, yeah, and work. We talked about the, you know, the hunting aspect of it as far as like we have similar hunting styles to where we want to go in farther than anybody else and, right. you know, carry all the gear, the stands, you know, nobody's been here before type thing. Yeah. And uh, it kind of relates the same thing to, you know, private property in your own little food plot area. It's like work harder, try new things. Uh-huh. You know, the what we did last year, like I was telling my wife this, like <clears throat> this year should be a breeze, you know, compared to what we did last year. And yeah. I was out there every day, like trails, trimming, planting, tilling. Like exactly. it was a project, you know. So now we can kind of play around and see, change stuff up. I mean, I'm hoping the switchgrass comes pretty good this year. Yeah. Um, Try to try a different type of seed this year. So the plot screen, I wasn't super super excited about. It didn't really do what I wanted it to do. Yeah, but I yeah. wanted like a quick fix, and that's why we decided to go with that. But right, um, drought pretty much got weather it. Weather pending. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I'm not saying it was a bad product. It just didn't do so. But I didn't want to wait the three years for the switchgrass to come in. So right. it's like, let's put up this stuff and <clears throat> see what happens. But uh, now I'm pretty much sold out to the, the switchgrass yeah. side of it. And like, sticking it out. I'm going to keep trying it until I get it to come up and get it going. Um, well, you got, you got a good stand year mm-hmm. one. Uh, yeah. You know, my place here, I've planted it for years. Mm-hmm. And my first year, for the most part, never looked like yours. Yeah. So I'm excited for you because I think year two, you're really going to have a stand of it. Yeah. And, and some spots for sure. Yeah, there's, there's there's some definitely promising spots, and then, like I said, you know where I where I took out all that uh, plot screen stuff. It's it's there's no reason why it shouldn't grow down there. I mean, it's gonna get full sun. Right. Um, it's it's you know it's on the lower side, so it's on the big side of the teardrop, which is the lower side. So it you know if we get any kind of rain precipitation at all that can help it out, it should be it should be golden. And you know the, the just to summarize that whole setup is what we've learned. You know. And well, this will be another topic for another day, but yeah. <laughs> access, you know, how huge access is. And that's changed completely how I hunt. Yeah. I've learned a lot from that. But getting kind of back to the to the subject of the red, the red Oja Dogwood. Yeah. So if it works and it becomes an attractant to deer, yeah. it becomes something that thickens up your woods. Yep. You know, it was worth trying. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean this so it's like we talked about, right? Nobody else has it. Yeah. So if it actually works how does that change my property? Right. Know? Right. I'm saying me and you, the thing that's funny is if it works on your place, guess who, who's playing it next? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. coming over here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, well, and the good thing about it is it's, it's, you know, like we said, it's a renewable resource. If you can get one plant to go now, you, you know, you just take clippings off of that clipping, you know, once it gets, you know, yeah, of age, keeping establishing it. So, yeah. and I think it will talking of access it, you know, it's going to help my access on some of those. Mm, exactly. Because it, it's going to block, especially on that lower side, you know? Right. Right. I mean, for us, it's all about daytime bucks on their feet. So whatever we can do on our properties to make that happen. Yeah. And which, you know, we talk about all the time, what could we do more, you know, next year? I think my, you know, my setup speaking just directly about my place alone, it worked pretty good. And the only thing I can really do now is like, 
more attractant and more cover. Yeah. And this kind of does both. So that's why I was like, man, I'm going to try it and just yeah. see yeah. what happens because, you know, you learn, you learn as you go, but if you know, if we never try this, we won't know right. if right. it works or not. So exactly. Exactly. I'm going to give it its best shot and try to, you know, what we, what we did, the research I did, I knew it was a borderline attractive, right. but it was like, I want to, I want to check it out. So it's exciting because if it takes off, I mean, like I said, nobody deer around here have probably never right. seen exactly. it, tried it, browsed on it, nothing. So, I mean, yeah. it could be, you know, as it could be as, as, as effective as a food plot, right. you know, right. And it's right in the middle of three other kill plots that right that are going through there there's they were already pretty tracked up in corridors kind of running around through there there's bedding to the south of it <clears throat> so i think it could be deadly but yeah. it's a big if because we just don't know until yeah we start checking up on it. arkansas weather's yeah. gonna let it happen or <laughs> yeah. not yeah. it's kind of like my you know just for an example like my muscantis planting yeah you know everybody's talking about how it's going to make a wall in two years and eh, not yeah. so much in Arkansas with a drought, but I mean, you yeah. know, you know, it's worth a try. Yeah. It's worth a try. I don't think, you know, weather, weather, mm -hmm. it's been giving us some raw hands here the yeah. last few plantings, but you yeah. know, it's you know, even like the tree thing, you know, we putting all those trees in there. It was like, I was like every two days just having to go out there and, <clears throat> you know, do the process. And I lost one. Right. So I have to replant this year, but uh, the other ones are still, they're starting to bud out right now. It's, the uh, I don't know if we're in spring or not. If you can tell by my voice, <laughs> the spring green up has uh, you know, kind of gotten to me a little bit. But yeah, some of those trees out there, they're already they've already got buds on them. So yeah, no, it's uh, typical Arkansas, man. Yeah, we might be freezing tomorrow <laughs> yeah. and seventy five today. Yeah. you know. So so uh, I'm hoping year two. This will be year two on those fruit trees. So yeah. you know, I always heard year three that may actually like put off some fruit. So. That's a, that's pretty exciting in itself. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. So you you think about all the improvements on your property. Yeah. And you think about the fact that year two, year three, it just gets better and better and better. Yeah. You know, you get the thicker. Cover, yeah. Cover gets better. Your switch gets up. Yeah. Your fruit trees come in. Oh, I know. So you're just going to be. You'll have to be booking hunts before yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. So we might we might we'll do a giveaway or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> some kind of big giveaway. But yeah. Uh, Super cool. So that was something that you had come to me and said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I did yeah. some research yeah. and uh, I looked into it too. It looks like it. I mean, if, if, if it works, yeah. you know, if it holds up, it's it's going to be cool. If it works, it'll be really cool. And yeah, you know, I can go back to uh, the location that we planted it in. So we did five different, you know, pods, basically we can call them with six in it. But <clears throat> that area that we planted in that old food plot, I can relate that back to the 40 acre project because that food plot taught me so much about access yes. and deer hunting. So yes. I put that thing in, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe longer, but, um, you know, the year before last, I kept on, you know, getting busted, going in, getting busted, going out, and, uh -huh. you know, it's like, and I, I had some success on that thing, you know, it didn't, it didn't make me successful while I was there until I started like really thinking about how my property laid out. So having that food plot in the wrong spot, you know, made me successful. I think it's going to change. Well, it has changed everything. Right. I mean, you saw what I had before right. and in one year, it's yeah. like, it's a totally different revolution. Total, as a totally property. different piece of property. And you yes. know, the, 
the amount of mature bucks that was, you know, that came on the place. It's like, <clears throat> it changed everything. So a little backstory on the location of our red hoser experiment, you know, experiment is that old food plot and how much, you know, I shot a couple dandies off of it, but mm-hmm. it was all day set rut time. You know, as a, yeah. that's your only chance there because the access was horrible. So right. now I don't hunt over it anymore, but if we have that, if that red or dogwood comes in and it's a giant browse plot, you know what I mean? It's like, it's going to affect the other food plots. All sure. It, for sure. Sure. You and got it, the, you got the bedding area above it that's touching it practically. Yeah. And then, you know, you have a food source below it and a massive food. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah. that, that could be like a little hub. Yeah. You know, of, of activity. No, there. I could definitely. Well, I told you when I went back there before, it was, you know, I tried, I had a failed crop last year of switchgrass in that spot. The weeds just took it over because I, <clears throat> I didn't uh, put any uh, pre-emergent out. So, but the weeds got really high and that bedding area down there, they were almost in between like a little transition area, but there was <clears throat> tons of bedding all around it already. Right. So there's a reason why they like that spot already. So if I can make it more attractive to them by yeah. thickening it up and putting brows there. And it's like, we don't know the pull power of rotos or dogwood because nobody has it. Right. So not in our country. It's exciting to <laughs> think about it. If I can, if we can get it to go, like what, what is the draw power of that? Or will it bring the bucks out in daylight? You know, or exactly. In late season when nothing else is happening and the food plots are dwindled down, you know, does that attract, it, are they going to be on those corridors getting to that? You know, it's, there's a lot of, it'd be fun to see. There's a lot of excitement, you know, when you think about it, if it works, but <clears throat> You know, we're all about the, let's try new stuff. Let's, yep. You know, how can we make it better? And it's like we, you know, we're kind of, uh, it's basically all we talk about. We're about that life. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> we want to figure out whatever is going to yeah, yeah. uh, make our place the best it can be. Yeah. And we're going to take the steps. Oh yeah. And put in the work. It's like you said, I mean, when we started your 40 acre project, we started in February. Yeah. And literally, it was hunting season, and it's still we're finishing up oh, yeah. on the place. Yeah, well, so that's a whole other aspect, right? It's like I didn't get to hunt early season. Oh, yeah, I know. So this, you know. Your place could be gangbusters yeah, to me. Next year could be. Could Even be, better. Yeah, it could be pretty good because, yeah, I was still I was still on my place yeah. pretty much every evening doing something way past, way past the bow opener. So, yeah, yeah. We maybe opened up to. Uh, a lot more action getting in there early, you know, especially if the weather, you know, if we can get, if we can get a good planting season yes. you know, on both of our places, gosh, what can we, I mean, we, we need a decent fall. Yeah. We haven't had a decent fall in two years. No. We've literally had, especially last year, it was a drought, really, you know, just bad year for it. Oh yeah. We had this really short growing window for our plots mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just part of the fun. Yeah. We got, we got green, but I yeah. mean, short not, green. By, not by much. It was kind of like, a, it was like a putting green yeah. instead yeah. of like the big Golf lush course. plots we're kind of, kind of used to putting out. But. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's kind of changed gears. So me and you have kind of got together and decided that we're going to offer resources to people in that we may take a look at their properties for them. Yeah. And what did we call that? Chris, do you remember what the name of it is? Whitetail Property Management. That's it. Um, we we've got a Facebook page. You can find us there. Right. Um, so yeah, we can come out to your property, <clears throat> which we've done. We've done one mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Um, and come up with a plan, or um, you know, we can get good aerial shots. We'd obviously rather be on the property just because it's 
there's a lot of variables sure. hunter hunting pressure so on and so forth i could go on forever about that but we can also you know get a good aerial photo and like draw out a plan for that you know here's what we think we should you should do on you know what we can see by the aerial photo the top the topography of it right the, the property lines you know so on and so forth so and yeah. we think over the years you know between the two of us uh, you know i started my first plot i think in 2000 you come in there like five six years later whatever yeah. it was yeah. and we've learned a lot oh yeah as far as on a personal piece of property mm-hmm. so you know, I feel like we could probably help some people yeah, definitely. just with layout and access yeah. and, you know, and yeah. so that's something that we've kind of got our heads together well, and think, we'll see what happens. Well, know? like I said, you know, I've learned a lot about access and just, you know, what not to do. Right. And then the way I laid out my property this this past year on the 40-acre project, I, I never got busted one time. I mean, you're – yeah. so the access stuff is – I would say probably the most important thing. And so, yeah, we're going to offer that service through Whitetail Property Management. Um, we've got a, a Facebook with phone numbers on there and all that stuff. So if anybody's interested in that service, now's the time to get started for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because take a look at the property and see what could be yeah. done. Yeah. Never know. And so, and the, and the other aspect is something that's new for us is we're starting this new podcast. Yeah. Exciting. And it's called the Hunt Experience. Yep, the Hunt Experience. And we're going to try to, you know, talk about everything related to the management side. To yep. we, we could get into all kinds of genres, actually. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have some, you know, different guests on here. We've already kind of got lined out some experts in different fields. Yep. Um, yep. We may highlight a deer hunt and have the head up here. Um, we may talk about how to cook the back strap after you harvest them. I mean. But it's just going to have fun. And, you know, how this all got started was you and me sitting around my fire pit. Right. Before we were shooting a little 10-minute bit and we talked for, you know, 90 minutes. and like, dude, we should yeah. we should just do this. Yeah, I mean, why don't we just talk about stuff? Yeah. So <laughs> for me, we want to keep it light, natural, just two guys talking. Yeah. This is something we would do anyway. Right. I mean, if right. I popped in today and you were outside doing something, we would – we would be doing this. Yeah, we, we, we chatted up. <laughs> yeah, we chatted so up. why why not? You know, put that information out there. I think, you know, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. It's like the red Ozer dogwood. You know, it's like I'm gonna try it, mm-hmm. and then if it works, you know. And the good thing about it is, for me, I want to come back and say, here's the results, right? Because I couldn't find that anywhere. Exactly. It's like so. There's things that you and I know, and there's things that you and I don't know, but, you know, a lot of it you can't find anywhere. So if we can fill that gap a little bit, yeah, you know, and give, you know, we're going to have fun. We have some people up here talking and hopefully somebody can learn a little bit of something. It's, so, yeah. We'll see, man. It's, I mean, I'm excited. I think yeah. it's going to be fun. Like I said. Oh, yeah. It's, it's already been fun. I mean, even just talking about it and thinking about it and, oh yeah, you know, this is episode one, but this is the kickoff. Yeah. Here we go. Well, thank you guys for listening. This was the Hunt Experience. Yep. Have a good one.